Welcome back to Unapologetically V Podcast with Vanessa Lundy. And welcome back to me. I'm cheesing. It's been a few months since I've even heard the intro to my own podcast because I have not recorded since, I want to say March, because I remember being in Miami for my birthday in April. <clears throat> Excuse me. I remember being in Miami for my birthday in April and I had two episodes that I was just sitting on and I was just like, mm. Well, girl, you call the podcast Unapologetically V, so post that shit. But then I was just like, eh. Because typically when I record, I'll just tell, um, you know, the the engineer like, hey, stop, go. Um, but I don't do the whole replay and, and try to make it perfect because it's just uh, it's just too much. And again, it's unapologetic to a certain degree, that is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've just um, have not been... I wasn't in the mood to post it. And I think I was the last two recordings. I I was just, I just dragged in here because I was like, you know, it's an obligation and um, I'm big on consistency, but I was just like burned out. Winter was rough, lost an aunt. And I was just like, look, like, and, and of course, in between, you know, life being so complex, like there were great things too, you know, great opportunities and great clients and gigs, but I just had to peel back from this. So yeah, I was not okay. So when I pulled back and I just kind of stopped sending, kind of ghosted my business partner, like I just stopped sending it for a while. Like I did talk to him and then I was just kind of like, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm in a space right now. And I just, I just wasn't okay. And I was like, you know what? It's okay. Don't post it because you don't want to. And I just kind of didn't do it anymore. But I wasn't okay because it was just like one minute spring was here and then kid one was going off to college, you know, and it's a single parent household. So it's like, I got a lot on my plate. So outside of working, making money, I have other responsibilities as a mother cooking. I know I'm greedy. We eat um, really well at home and we're just foodies and I just, I love it. So I have to keep up with that, um, a lifestyle and also a, a necessity of shopping um, and also being emotionally available. That's why I'm always um, joking on Instagram, but also serious about, you know, do you guys still want kids? Like, do you want kids? Because, and I'm not saying that people don't take kids seriously. I don't, I don't know, um, you know, my followers that personal to know their outlooks on, on having children or if they think it's a joke or not. But if I'm going to be transparent, I got to be letting you guys know, like, look, even when they're cute and you love them, you have to find somewhere to pour out of. So that's why I can't afford for my cup to be running too low because I have to be emotionally available to them. I have to make sure that while the world is getting crazy and crazy and we're adjusting to all of these new uh, ways of living and new normal that I have to tap in and make sure is kid two okay. And then in the summer when kid one went, to college, I was just like, wait, this is, I literally sat in my room and I was just like, oh shit, like one kid is really out the house. And I was just like, okay, like you just got to jump back into it. And I think a lot of us have that energy. I was speaking with someone on Instagram and they were just saying how they kind of have that energy for fall where it's kind of like you get back into the swing of things. It's a new, it's a new season approaching. I don't know what it is mentally that gets a lot of people like that, but I'm that way too. And I just said, you know what? You got to kickstart. You got to get back and pick up where you left off. But I learned um, that even while I, even though I'm one of those people that's big on consistency, I also have to be true. And consistency can mean being inconsistent in an area for a while. And this isn't to try to make it like, oh, well, you can be inconsistent because Vanessa said so. No, it's just 
I've learned to be unapologetic in my mess, in fatigue and in, in anxiety. And when I say unapologetic about it, not like, yeah, this is what we should be doing, y'all. But like, this is where I'm at. I'm tired and my kid's about to go away to college. I don't know what to do. I'm crying one minute. I'm happy the next. I'm preparing her. I want to I wanna make sure she has everything she needs, um, uh, you know, emotionally, mentally, uh, physically, you know, uh, materialistically. Like they had to buy so much shit to go to college. So I want to make sure that she has everything that she wants. So I was just literally like living in a, I felt like an album. Like one minute this child was like one years old, the next minute it's like, girl, if a boy approached you, this is what you say, this is what you do. Like just so much shit. So um, I think that was one of the, the, one of the biggest lessons and blessings from this was just a reminder that you, 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 you're allowed to take a break. And most importantly, because I'm hard on myself, I had to learn to extend grace to myself and be like, you know, Vanessa, it's, it's okay for you to pull back. It's okay to not be sure, you know, when you're going to be back to um, posting, I mean, to doing the podcast and, and, and what have you. And then another thing that, that hit me was um, thinking about performance in a pandemic. Uh, I see a lot of us, you know, and my friends are like this too. We're hard on ourselves and we got things to do and we have tough skin, but it's also like we're trying to survive a pandemic. And I, as I was mentioning earlier uh, in the conversation, like we're still adjusting to all these new ways of living and rules and regulations. And it's like, bro, this shit's hard. So I have to remind myself that I can't perform like the Vanessa you know, pre-pandemic at the speed that I want to. And, you know, having such a restricted uh, schedule now because it's just me and kid too and making sure that he's getting the supervision that he needs. So that helped me with the guilt because of course I, I feel guilt just like anybody else when you fall off of something. Um, and again, especially because I'm so hard on myself, but I'm like, look, it's just the season. Uh, it's an off season for the podcast, but I'm winning in other areas. And I can't even say I was losing a podcast because it gave me more to talk about after I learned it. But I had to, I had to extend grace to myself and I had to give myself permission to slow down. And once I did that, it was less guilt. So when I would rest, I would be fully present in my resting. Whereas before, a lot of times as I'm resting, I'm like, girl, you got to go to Whole Foods, get your flowers, you got to cook. And I was just more okay with being like, I'm not doing shit today. And I don't feel bad about it. And let me tell you, that is the best kind of rest when you can rest in peace. If you've been doing it, kudos to you. But me, I have not always uh, rested in peace. So I extended grace to myself. And then I also learned to extend grace to my son and and to make it less about performance and how you're doing in these sports and more about what's your experience like in school? Like, how is it? How are you feeling? How are you guys sitting? How does this new way of living make you feel? And, and, and talking to him more and listening more, you can tell it gives him more support and the support has been showing up in his work, in his behavior, in class, participation, very smart kid with little effort. Um, he does well. So I was happy to hear that. So that that made me realize that sometimes while you're going through a patchy season, you may not understand why you're going through that, but eventually the lessons show up. And again, um, it, it made me okay with being inconsistent in certain areas and then being unapologetic because we often talk about unapologetic when it's like with money and attitude and looks and and vanity and I'm going to be myself but how often can we say I'm going to be unapologetic in my mess in my season of sadness in my season of brokenness in my season of singleness child wait till I tell you about the singleness business I, I actually literally tried hinge like I can't even believe I just told you guys that but 
<laughs> I tried Hinge and then I'll 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 talk to y'all. I'll, I'll talk to y'all about it another time. But anyways, it made me learn to be unapologetic in all of the seasons, sadness, um, business just being patchy in certain areas, the podcast not doing good, but then you're styling some of the most amazing people and people you've manifested. So it's just, again, life is complex. As one of my good friends says all the time, life is complex, but it could also be very beautiful and it could be crazy and we can be in a pandemic and then also have grace and then, you know, have anxiety, but also have a really good opportunity the next. So I've Learn to stop monitoring the happy meter and how much happiness and how much this or destruction is going on in the world and just really taking it um, day by day. But it this really, this summer and just this whole time off, not just the podcast, like I, I stopped doing a lot of things. I wasn't um, uh, doing much blogging or, or a lot of stuff with my website outside of taking care of the shop. But it was the vacation I didn't know I needed. It was the mental break and just learning, learning to say no, learning to push back um, entitled folks. Like, like that was part of the reason why I wasn't okay. Just a lot of like, hey, um, where are you? I need more of you. And, and when are we going to hang out? And it was more about them and what they needed to do and not about me. And I'm like, wait, here you are sitting here, you know, um, not a single mom, just a lot of responsibilities and then a single parent household, which makes a big difference in, in you know, a lot of the responsibilities. And it's just like, wait, not people just coming and, and, and pulling and pulling. So I had to learn as bold and blunt as I am, I had to learn how to say no and pull back and just be like, yeah, no, this isn't working for me. You yanking me here and there. And then also I had to um, remember that, again, accountability, like people were only behaving this way because that's the that's the Vanessa that I allowed them to know and have access to. You know, um, one thing I'm mindful about is people's time, especially because I don't have a lot of time and I share it with my kids. So I've always been mindful about that. But I know not everybody thinks that way, but there was just a lot of me, 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 me. And if you're somebody that has great friends and you love them and you appreciate them, think about your approach. There's one thing to be like, I haven't heard from you. I called and I text. And then there's a difference to be like, Vanessa, it's not like you. Are you okay? Is there something I can do for you? And I wasn't getting a lot of that from, from those people who were giving that pushy energy. And I was just like, oh, so there was a lot of, you know, situationships and friendships that just kind of did its own thing because I was just like, wait, I got to choose me. I got to put me first because I just realized that people are going to take. And my sister laughed at me a few weeks ago. She's like, yeah, you're just, you're just so friendly and in your own world. And you just, you're never caught up to, you know, to, to the negative energy or like if somebody's not genuinely for you, like you catch on to it late. And it's true because I always think, well, um, I would want somebody to um, consider this or be genuine to me. And it's just like, girl, don't, don't be too naive about it. But, and you know, that, that whole meme and quote about it's usually people, you know, it's usually people, you know, that wrong you and, or are the ones to abuse you. But, and, and, and again, I'm not saying I was wrong. This wasn't a situation where it was so much wrong. It was more about, um, accessibility and just how much of myself am I allowing people to use up? And am I being fair to myself when I say yes? You can't say yes to two people. Um, when you say yes, somebody else gets no, whether it's you saying yes to them and no to you, or you saying yes to yourself and no to them. Rarely is it ever a yes for both of us, unless there's understanding. And that person can be like, you know what? You're right. Like, 
or is this what you need? Or they're open to feedback um, about about their behavior. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not available. So I'm very proud of that. And I think um, Natasha Joy Gordon as well um, for that help. Uh, life coach extraordinaire and just really gets it. And when you have a coaching session with her, it's just like, oh, wow. Like, thank you. You are, you are amazing. Thank you for helping me um, learn these things that I thought I mastered, but didn't realize I just became, um, you know, a yes man in a lot of areas. And I, and I just, I'm like, God, there's no way I was going to, to win just being that stretched out. You know what I mean? Barely, uh, um, filled up and I'm over here pouring in this, pouring into that and not pouring into somebody else doesn't mean you don't like them. It's just about making sure you're good. It also made me think about how often are we being heard? Like when I, when I told a close friend, I said to him, you know, I'm not okay. Like I'm really, really tired and beat. I have a lot on my plate. And he, you know, his response was, but you're okay though, right? You're okay. Like you got this, you're strong. And I was just like, wait, wait, I know. I don't, I don't think you heard me. I'm, I'm saying I'm not okay. And it made me think about, you know, what if, and again, this is somebody that loves me and I know he genuinely is a friend, but everybody deals with stress and or anxiety or like a full plate um, differently. And I thought to myself, the second time it happened with another friend, I said to him, another male friend again, I said to him, you know, I'm not, I'm just tired. He's like, yeah, but sometimes you just have to push through. And I do that a lot. I've been doing that, you know, since a teenage mom and in other areas, but it's like, sometimes I think we want to say uh, the right things and we, we want to let somebody know we're there for them. And sometimes the best thing to do is just listen and say, is there anything I can do for you? But I, again, it's because it's not coming from a bad place. That's why it's important to have the conversation. And I express that to them because they may not know that that's how it made me feel. And I said to them, a lot of people can't say they're not okay because of responses like that. You're okay. You got this. You've done this before. And it's like, and I said, you know, what if I was at a breaking point? What if I needed somebody to be like, pack your bags go to a retreat. I will take over for kid two. I'll contact your mother. Like I could have used that. Like I want to, I want to trip, but I thank God that mentally it wasn't a situation where I was like, I have to leave now, but it was important that I, that I expressed that to them. Like, Hey, I don't, you know, I know your intentions are good, but when you give responses like that, that's how it felt at this time. At this time, it felt like you were telling me you're not allowed to be tired. And I don't think when we go and, and share some feelings and thoughts with people that it means we're looking for permission. But sometimes sometimes we need a shoulder to lean on. Excuse me. Sometimes we need a shoulder to lean on. We need somebody to be able to hear us. And sometimes it's just listening. And other times it's just, if you don't know what to say, you can simply say, what can I do for you? But I thought, my God, I hope if someone is at a breaking point and it's their last conversation that they find some type of help or they know where to call because we can't think that people are made out of stones. Like, guess we're human. We cry, we get tired. So that's why I'm big on saying how I feel. I'll tell my mother, my sister, my friends, like, I'm not in a talking mood. I am tired, X, Y, and Z. We'll talk another time. So make sure when you're not okay, you do the things that you have to do. Because for me, um, the self-care is beyond the bubbles and the nice wellness bath that I show you guys. That's part of it too. But self-care looks different on different days and different seasons, you know, for different reasons. Um, it's not just always the same thing. So if if it's flowers that help, cool. If it's needing to talk to my friend, if it's needing to talk to a life coach, I'm going to do whatever it's going to take. But I want people, women, mothers, men, everybody to just know that it's okay to not be okay. And let's normalize more people saying we're not okay because we don't live in a time where, 
as much as we're talking about it more than we used to, and, and we're talking about mental health and shining a light on that, I still see a lot of people struggling with being like, I'm not okay. And it doesn't mean you get on social media to do it. It just means you can confide in somebody and be like, look, I'm not okay and here it is. But that really pulled me back. And I said, oh, hell no. I'm going to take as long as I need off this fucking podcast. I'm going to go to church as much as I need to. I'm going to pray as much and many hours as I need to. And it, it, it just strengthened my faith. That's what works for me. It may not be what works for you in a season where you're clouded, but that that's what's helped me um, this this whole summer. I've, I've been really into praying and people say I'm a prayer warrior, but more and more when the world got loud, I'm like, I'm going to pull back because I'm not okay. And I'm just going to pray and do the one twos that I have to do. So I'm grateful that um, I was able to handle that that way. And now I'm back. And um, yeah, it doesn't mean I'm not going to be okay tomorrow. It just means that I really needed a break. And I had to be honest with you guys as to why I just stopped recording. And that's what I've been up to. That's how this summer has gone for me. That's how I dealt with not being okay. That's how I'm dealing with a pandemic and just having a mom with one baby at home and one leaving the nest. And I'm excited to share more with you guys and the stories to come on the next episode, that is. But in the meantime, please make sure you check out vanavane.com. That's www v-a-n-a-v-a-i-n.com for weekly updates, posts, and podcast mentions. <laughs>